Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. I'm not very well, and you can probably hear that in my voice. Yes, it's true, I'm not... I'm not doing very good. I've started to lose my voice. I'm a little bit sniffly. I've got a sore throat. I'm sneezing a lot. I am fairly certain I've got the early stages of a cold. And as is typical for cisgender heterosexual men to do, I am not dealing with it well. I seem to be constantly tired to a point where it's... I was about to say something very dramatic, but it's not true. I was, about, I was about to say it's having a detrimental effect on my marriage. It's not at all. Heather's just noticed I'm a little bit moody, that's all it is. But yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired and I'm losing my voice and I feel drained, I'm exhausted, but we persevere. I'm drinking peppermint tea. Um, which is supposed to be good for the the, the throat, I've heard. I, I did some reading up. And the reason I did some reading up is because, um, this is annoying, on Sunday I have recalls for an audition that I have for the musical Kinky Boots, um, one of the amateur dramatic groups in our area is doing kinky boots and i'm auditioning for the role of charlie charlie price and i sent up a video audition last week week before whatever that was i got recalled and the recalls are this sunday and i'm now in the process of losing my voice being all bunged up and i don't know if that's gonna have a detrimental effect on whether or not i am successful but time will tell so yeah, I did some Googling. Soon, literally, the second I started losing my voice, I was like, what is good for a singer? Like, what uh, what liquids are good for singers? And obviously, there's the usual trope, hot water, honey, and lemon. And I made one, because like several years ago, uh, I say several years ago, I'm in, in 2019, just before the pandemic, I played Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar. And that is, if people know musical theatre, that's famously a very high rock belt song. And... It was it was tough on my voice for the week of the show, so I googled then at the time concoctions for for the throat. And from memory, if I if I remember correctly, it was hot water, honey, lemon, a wee little bit of ginger. I don't know why I went Scottish for that, and a tiny teeny tiny little bit of cayenne pepper. Is that what's called cayenne cayenne? Whatever it's called, the, the like the powdered stuff. A little bit of that went in. And thank God I only put a small, I literally put a sort of an eighth of a teaspoon in. And and I think the the recipe required a teaspoon in a 500ml chilies bottle that I was using at the time. And because I'm not that into spicy stuff anyway, I decided, oh, I'll, only, I'll just put a teeny tiny little bit of the cayenne in because I'm, I'm not hugely into spice. Jesus wept, pardon the pun, because I was doing Jesus Christ Superstar at the time. It nearly blew my head off. Just that tiny little bit. It helped. It really did help. The cayenne pepper did give you like a breath of like when you when you breathed in, it was a, a like a, a wonderful um, airwave of you know it sort of created this brilliant air tunnel like turned my throat into this barrel of cool air and it really did help. My, I'm trying to be very poetic about this. Maybe it's the lack of sleep 
and it really worked and this is the reason I started googling because I couldn't quite remember the exact ingredients so I started googling again and then it said online uh, peppermint tea is very good for it peppermint nettle and ginger tea and I thought to myself I'll have to go out and get some I forgot to go out and get some but I knew we had some like herbal teas up the cupboard anyway so I thought I'll just go to the cupboard see what we've got and whatever we have we'll just have to do for the time being I went into the cupboard lo and behold there is a box of peppermint nettle and ginger tea it was like fate of course Sean's an atheist and doesn't believe in anything paranormal so fate isn't a isn't isn't a concept that he's uh, that he's able to believe in because he's a cynic what a guy I, and again don't know why I'm talking in the third person anyway how's your week been wait it's monday let's um let's let's create some affirmations for this week this week you are going to have that conversation that you've been putting off for weeks maybe months maybe even years it's going to be beneficial to you maybe not immediately now but in the long run it will create a better future for you and i'm going to do the same so should we do this together you and i we're in this together let's hold hands let's hold hands right now look each other in the eyes and say repeat after me this week i am going to have that conversation that i've been meaning to have for way too long and the outcome is going to exponentially improve my life even if not immediately but in the long run you've got this you're a champion right this one is the very last one i think of the previously recorded versions that i'm taking uh, away from the patreon and putting together and throwing out to the public after this i will be starting to record new episodes again because i have to i have to do that this episode is uh, windmills and disasters these were recorded at the same time as the vanilla and marionettes episode so just in case there are any random callbacks to vanilla or marionettes in this episode you're like that's odd uh, that will be why and obviously any mentions of the patreon don't listen to because the patreon isn't there anymore anyway happy monday and enjoy this episode windmills and disasters okay and the first topic today is windmills windmills for god's sake okay what can i say about windmills well i do know that windmill in french is moulin because of the musical moulin rouge which literally means red windmill obviously um i say obviously like everyone's just going to know this i'm assuming at this point most people will have heard of the musical moulin rouge as in the film with ewan mcgregor and nicole kidman but uh, for those of you who don't know, there is a stage musical of Moulin Rouge. I haven't got round to going to watch that yet. Surprise, surprise. I live up north and I don't have the funds to be able to go down south currently. In fact, the, the only t- I, I'm, I am planning on going back down south again soon just to watch Next to Normal because that's on for a limited time at the Donmar Playhouse. Immediately sidetracked. I'm not talking about windmills anymore. So yeah, windmills. Um, Moulin Rouge. So Moulin Rouge is... A musical, as you may or may not know, 
uh, was recently turned into a West End slash Broadway musical, a stage musical, uh, as they're colloquially known. And it's a, it's a jukebox musical, but it's it, it's done in a way where... So, for instance, a jukebox musical, for those of you who don't know, a jukebox musical is a musical which is made up of songs from artists that already exist, i.e. Uh, American Idiot is a musical based on the music of Green Day. Mamma Mia is a musical based on the music of ABBA. We Will Rock You is a musical based on the music of Queen. Moulin Rouge is a musical that has lots of different genres, lots of different artists' music in, but a lot of them are like mashups, and they're very cleverly written. And what I will do, actually, is I'll post the um, Apple Music, because, yeah, I'm an Apple Music I think I've stated that before on the podcast. Um, I will post the Apple Music link to the cast recording. Give it a listen. It's it's it's, su- it's such a good soundtrack. There's a song called, I think it's called Backstage Romance. And the song is, it's a mashup of lots of different songs. But it's mostly Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. You've also got Toxic in there by Britney Spears and some others. Which I can't right now remember but so this one song is a mashup of lots of songs and it's a really great song and the reason that i'm saying this is because um and i don't know if this is going to make for good podcast listening it's just an anecdote i happen to have on me right now about windmills it's not even about windmills for god's sake i will try and get around to windmills shortly as part of like uh, as, as as you you may know at this point i enjoy amateur dramatics acting singing dancing and i am uh associated with um local dance school in 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 my area where i live it's called yvonne's school of dance and every year they do this uh this show and it's, it's like a review and they do lots of different sort of songs and dances from different eras and different musicals and different blah 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 and the age ranges of the kids can range from like three up to, you know, people in their 40s. And they did a version of Backstage Romance. And it was, try and imagine this. I'm trying to paint the picture for you because it was genuinely one of the best things I've ever seen put on a stage. And bearing in mind, it was like an amateur production. It was Backstage Romance from Moulin Rouge, which is a bad romance mixed with toxic by Britney Spears mixed with other different songs which is a great in itself a great song but it was performed by teens from uh, from a class in uh, from Yvonne's school of dance and they were all dressed as Disney villains the way that the two worlds the 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 the, the, the vision for those two things to have have melted together in such a wonderful way, was so profound. I still think about that very often. And if you hear the song and imagine someone dressed as Hades from Hercules and someone dressed as Ursula from The Little Mermaid and someone dressed as Scar from The Lion King and they're doing this this sort of contemporary modern dance to this song and it's genuinely like chef's kiss, brilliant. And I... I can't believe I got there from windmills, but I just wanted to say that because even if it means nothing to you, I just wanted to to say, just in case any of the people that were associated with that 
listened and uh, I wanted to know that I genuinely thought it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen put on a stage. So windmills, actual windmills. Now, similar to the pegging debacle that I had when I recorded with Ben, there, there is there is an argument that the windmill could be made rude. There is also an argument that when I recorded with Ben, we could have used the topic of pegging and just talked about laundry for a short while, but we didn't. But yeah, the argument is there that with windmills, I could just sit here and talk about um, men waving the the penises in a in a circular motion. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to skirt straight over that. And I think I think the reason I the reason I only, the only reason I I reference that explicitly is because it was one of the first things that popped into my head. And uh, some of the people that listen to this who are my friends who have a very similar mindset to me will have immediately gone there as well. So I just wanted to reference that quickly. I'm not going to talk about it. It's not something I partake in. But I thought I'd at least just lay it down there so we can we can put that one to bed and just say, hey guys, if you were expecting that then I'm sorry to disappoint you, but there you go. So, windmills. A big fan of renewable energy, you know, recycling, trying to help the environment. Obviously, windmills, uh, windmill farms are helping, you know, with, with that situation. Actually, this is going to take this portion of the podcast into a, uh, into a very sad downward spiral, but I'll try and pick it up at some point. I saw, I saw a picture... And this is, uh, again, diving into my sort of morbid fascination with, for want of a better word, with with death. Obviously, like I've told you, I, I, I'm, I'm really into the, the whole paranormal scene and uh, listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and watch docuseries on Netflix and stuff. Not that I went looking for it, but I did find, I find, I didn't find, I came across uh, a photograph once and it's it's very sad and it's of two people embracing on top of a windmill and it's what one of those windmills that's sort of like a long sort of stem uh, it's it's a renewable energy windmill the ones that you've got in your head as soon as i say that but they are much bigger than i think some people realize and at times they do require maintenance so two people who i'm assuming were doing maintenance on one of these windmills had obviously made their way to the top of the windmill to do whatever they needed to do and unfortunately very sadly very tragically a fire had broken out and there's only one way up and one way down with the stairs or the elevator or whatever it is that you use to get up there and the fire must have blocked that exit and so there's a, a photograph online and it's it's literally that this windmill on fire with smoke billowing and it's these two people stood there on top just hugging and it's genuinely like it's properly tear jerking because you look at it and you go well these are two people who have accepted their fate and they're just hugging it out until the time comes you know that they either breathe in enough smoke to pass out from smoke inhalation or they choose to jump because there's literally no other way and it, it it is a true fact that those two people both died because it's it's widely recognized it's widely recognized as you know i think it's called the the final moments of two people or something like that it's, it's a very sad photo and where i'm at right now i don't know 
how to pull out of this sad nosedive. So maybe it's a good idea to try and weave my way back into the penis thing again. Which, as a standalone statement, is probably one of the oddest things I've ever said in my life. Weave my way back into the penis thing again. I'm sorry to anyone that, that, that thought I was being serious there. No, I'm not going not gonna to try and weave my way back into the penis thing again. What I will tell you, something that's just popped back into my head again, is that um, my granddad almost bought a windmill once. Uh, there's a farm very close to where I live and where I grew up. And um, on that farm is a windmill. And the windmill was up for sale many years ago, way before I was born. I think it was probably even before my dad was born. But my granddad put in an offer for the for the windmill. With the windmill, he thought he would get the property, so the farm as well. That, unfortunately, wasn't the case. It was only the windmill that was for sale, so he pulled out. But I could have, I could have had a windmill in my family, and not even the penis kind. I could have been recording this podcast from a windmill. There we go. That's as much as I care to talk about windmills. Shall we carry on to the next topic? Yeah, I think we should. Disasters! Well, I feel like me talking about marionettes was a disaster in itself, wasn't it? Oh, man alive. I actually, um... So I'm recording this podcast on the 8th of September, and obviously in a few days it will be the 11th, and so it will be the anniversary of one of the biggest and most tragic disasters in the uh, in the history of... Uh, certainly, certainly in my lifetime, in the history of the US, which obviously is 9-11. I know that wasn't a disaster, it was a terrorist attack, but that's just kind of popped into my head as I'm as I'm sort of thinking of disasters. But um, also this afternoon I was browsing YouTube and obviously it's that time of year so videos start popping up on your feed of different things and it was a it was a it was a live feed from September eleventh, two thousand and one from when it from when it the news broke and then you could watch it. It was like a, a two hour news broadcast from 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 when it first broke to you know watching the watching the second plane hit to then hearing about the pentagon crash and then seeing the towers fall and it was very sad i didn't sit and watch the whole thing but it just it brought back a lot of memories and it's honestly a horrible despicable act of uh, of of cowardice um and i will i will try and this is not a good topic to end on i like to try and end on like a bit of a high with these podcasts but what can you do i've been given the topic of disasters and i can't really think of a of a good slash funny disaster that i've uh that i can think of right now I'll, I'll try and think of one shortly but well right now it's obviously the sad tragic events of 9-11 which is what my brains decided to send me towards i went to new york in 2018 and I went to the 9/11, the Ground Zero, uh, 9/11 Memorial Museum, and it was just the most harrowing, upsetting. We we went. It was my my wife, my mother-in-law, and I. We were there for four days, and we were. It was December, so we were expecting cold weather. But for the most part, the weather was really lovely, quite mild actually. But on this one day, we decided to go to the grounds. We decided to go to Ground Zero and see the 9/11 Memorial Museum. And it was we we were we were told by one of the people that worked there it takes about six hours to get all the way through the the museum um, if you sort of stop and take in all of the information. But 
sincerely we we stayed as long as we could and we were there for about four hours and we just couldn't take any more it was honestly one of the most upsetting days of my entire life genuinely and then um obviously i'm a big fan of musical theater and one of my favorite shows ever is hamilton and alexander hamilton's grave is at trinity church in uh, in new york so then we went from 9 11 to I don't know why we chose that day to then go to Trinity Church. It wasn't too far away. And I had my picture taken next to Alexander Hamilton's grave and posted it on social media. And standing next to Alexander Hamilton's grave, which, let's be honest, guys, it's a grave. But I posted something something along the lines of, here's me with Alexander Hamilton, or something like that. And obviously people knew that it was my favorite show and, and everything. You know, I was obviously excited to, to see it, to be there. And... I just got comments saying, like, why do you look so miserable? I thought this was your favourite musical. I thought you'd be excited to see it. And then I was like, I had to explain to people. Like, 45 minutes before this picture was taken, I left the 9-11 Museum, where they, they played actual audio from, from, from phone calls made on that day, from inside the towers, from loved ones trying to get in touch with their, with their relatives on the planes. And I'm like, I... Don't feel bad that I don't have a smile on my face in this picture. And I don't know if you noticed, I'm stood next to a grave. I don't think anyone stood next to any gravestone should be grinning from ear to ear. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's maybe just my personal opinion. So yeah, um, 9-11 is, is, is coming up uh, and it's 22 years this year. 22 years. 22 is supposedly my lucky number. Um, I was born on the 22nd of March. I have a 22 tattooed on my ankle in Roman numerals. And, uh, yeah, quite a sad, quite a sad, I've gone quite somber. I've gone quite somber. I don't know how to end this <laughs> on a lighter note, because how do I move away from 9-11 when the topic is still disasters? Because I'm not I'm not going to talk about a tsunami. I'm not going to talk about wildfires. I'm not like what do like what? There was a movie that came out a few years ago called Disaster Movie, and all I remember from that is, I I, I never saw it, but all I remember from the reviews was that the this movie in itself is a disaster. So don't watch it. So I never watched it. I suppose the only thing I really could say to try and lighten this up as we as we close the podcast out is that we. And again, this isn't me just trying to crowbar Disney into into the podcast. But this trip that I'd just been on, just gone, we had our friend's niece with us. I won't say her name because she's only five. And she's very bolshy. She's very confident of herself. She can be a little bit loud. She's very cute and really lovely. But she, we went to Typhoon Lagoon one day. And for those of you who don't know, Typhoon Lagoon is a water park in, in Disney World. And it has a, a very... <laughs> Let's call it aggressive uh, wave pool. It's big. Like the waves are big that come that come from it. And I stood with this young girl at one point, uh, and I was holding her hand. And I said to her, "Let's stand here, and we'll just let the water hit us." It wasn't very deep. It was maybe only up to about my waist. <laughs> I said, "Let's just stand here and let's just feel the waves for now before we start swimming out." And she had a little life, a uh, little life vest on, so she wouldn't have drowned anyway. She was, you know, she was. She was buoyant. Anyway, so she could have swum out if she wanted to. I said to her, let's just wade here for a minute. We'll let the waves come in and then we'll swim out, before, you know, until 
until the next load of waves comes. And the way the first wave came, it was coming towards us, and it hit me right in sort of the the stomach and chest area, and I was obviously knocked back slightly. It's it's quite an aggressive wave pool. It's a big wave pool, like I said. I unfortunately completely neglected to remember this young girl is only five years old and that wave hit her like the wave hits Taya Leone and her dad in Deep Impact and she got wiped out like it was a tsunami and for a short while after that she wasn't so bolshy anymore not quite as as keen to get into the wave pool let's say um but she did get back in she had she had good fun for the rest of the day, but I did uh, I did feel a little bit bad that I might have knocked her confidence a little bit in that. <laughs> so yeah, that in itself was a disaster, and uh, it's a kind of like a double-edged sword because it was a a disaster in itself, and b almost like a natural disaster in the way that she got wiped out by it, almost a tsunami. Uh, I hope you liked that little palate cleanser at the end of that very sad, um, very sad portion of the podcast. Let's close it there, shall we? <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully that episode wasn't too much of a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Always remember that you can find me on any of my social media platforms if you want to get in touch for any reason uh, whatsoever. Or just follow me to see what I'm doing. Then you can click the Linktree link in the description of the podcast and there you will find uh, all of my other adventures, you know, my instagrams my tiktok and you know whatever whatever else might get added to it in future if you've got any comments questions topic suggestions or if you've just got anything to say about any of the topics that i've ever discussed on this podcast then you can email those to don't know what pod at gmail.com and finally if you could this would be lovely if you could can you please just drop me a five-star review and if your podcasting app allows it Give me a little comment, hopefully something encouraging or positive. This will hopefully then push me up the charts and more people can listen to the podcast and we can get more countries involved in listening. It's still blowing my mind just how many people around the world are listening to this. Uh, So thank you so, so much for everything that you do for this podcast, even if it is just pressing play and having it on and in the background while you're you know washing the dishes or having a poo or whatever you know just thank you <laughs> on that note here we go that's that's how you turn this episode into a disaster i'm gonna go and rest my voice now because it's uh it's not fair on you having to listen to this it's not fair on me having to keep talking so uh happy monday Have a wonderful week, and I will see you on Friday when I could be talking about literally anything. Thank you, goodbye.